Who was talking about cum beer yesterday? Oh no. It's Mecha Game Killer. Welcome once again to the machine, and joining me today we have. Uh, my name's Jim. Uh, and, uh, I'm Finley. Hiya. And what I'd like for you both to do is to introduce one another. Okay. All right, cool. This is a sweet robot building Jim. Oh, that's, that's the. I think that's the best intro anyone's ever gave me. Uh, this is Finley, uh, I would say the foremost expert on films. On the planet, Jesus, uh, foremost authority on Batman Forever, yes, definitely, and also uh, knows his stuff when it comes to shoes as well. I really don't. <laughs> one one specific <laughs> style and pair. <laughs> the good old windy washers. Like uh, I would imagine, an expert would be someone who'd have quite a wide. Yeah. The thing is, straight line. he already knows what the perfect shoe is, which is the Adidas Samba, black so, leather. It's like once you've discovered nuclear fission, why would you go back and experiment with things like coal or surely oil or gas? Once nuclear fission's been discovered, you would then look for a nuclear fission plus. Oh, that you... sounds like a good energy drink. <laughs> what do you think, hypothetically, what would an Adidas Samba Plus offer? Um, lights. 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 Uh, light no, like, shoes. No, like, like the um, okay. the feeler. The, was it feeler? Oh, Elia gears. And it's like when you stomped on them, they lit up all around the sides. Mm. Did you guys have light up shoes when you were young? Yeah, I did, man. Mm. I had, I had, uh, they were like a really good birthday gift. My sister got the pumpy up shoes. And I got the the Elia gears that like and lit up. Lights. The Elia lights that That's lit up. Incredible. And, and they lasted. I was always mm. very envious of anyone who had... Lights in their shoes. I always remember. Oh, that, they were like, that was like the big treat. I and just, I got them, I was like, I didn't really want to wear them. I just want to like put them on my hands and walk about the house. <laughs> I just would buy Nike Air and imagine. <laughs> so imagine if there were lights. lights in those bubbles. I always remember it was my mum and my gran were very much anti light up shoes. They thought they were obviously a wee bit tacky. Oh, wee bit they absolutely uncouth. are. But then. Um, about a month or two later, my great grandmother, who was born in nineteen twenty-one, I think, <laughs> bought them for me on oh. the grounds that she thought they were like the best thing ever. And she was, <laughs> and she wrong. was like, "We never had these when those nineteen twenties." <laughs> that was obviously her rationale. Was she basically said? We had nothing like this in the 1920s. Well, that's the thing. She Why was, the fuck not? She, she was from the roaring extreme. 20s when the excess was like, you know, pure Great Gatsby stuff. Like if, if Gatsby could have had LA Lights, he, he would have. Because yeah. I even remember as a wee boy knowing that both my gran and my mum were raging about it. But the fact <laughs> is, what can you really do to a woman who would have been in her... I think our 80s or our 90s at the time. You can't, you're untouchable. You, you, you can buy light up shoes for whoever you want. Was your grandmother not like, 
Have you bought light up shoes for that fucking Fenian? <laughs> <laughs> this is no what color were they? No, 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 no. These were, this was the good side. This was the Catholic side of the family. Oh, so obviously, this was totally fine. fine. So, so, so they were green and white and played the fields right. <laughs> 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 we all have those things in life that, uh, certainly when we're younger, that a personality defining discovery be it a band or I think I know like where this is an, going. an artist or a game or a show or, or a film something that really touches in a way that you know this is going to affect me now and kind of lead to the sort of person I am it yeah. just feels like it's really personal for me what's the earliest one of those you can remember and is it specifically media or well, you can because I thought this was going down the line. Is you it trying LA to... Lights? Well, I, I, was, I, I thought you were going to try and goad me into telling the Fenian grandson story. <laughs> hey, it's coming, it's coming. Yeah, do you know the, fin- the Fenian grandson story? Uh, I've, heard, I've heard snippets. You've yeah, heard rumours. I, 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 I don't know it for the source. I don't oh. know it for the, for the top of the mountain. Well, I think if, if this is going to be the Catholic shame cast, we should start with a story where a three-month-old child was Catholic shamed. <laughs> <laughs> So a Catholic wasn't it? No, but um, to give a fairly short version of it, um, my mum, a Catholic, my dad, a Protestant. Ooh. Classic love story, Romeo and Juliet. Beautiful. That's sexy, isn't it? Oh, that Michael Collins about it. <laughs> how, do you think, how do you think someone like me came Just to slapping the fuck out of each other during the... <laughs> <laughs> the thing that was funny about it is neither mum or dad cared about religion at all, but obviously... The family around. Oh, it. It's, it was, it's built in. It's ironclad, like. But um, essentially, my mum said the family Catholics didn't like it, but were okay with it. Eventually, grew to accept it. My dad said the family dirty hun. <laughs> yes. Hated the idea of there being any Tim blood in the line. Oh, that poison, that dirty And for a long time, they were very anti... You can't get it out. (laughs) You can't. No amount of bleach or scrubbing is going to get it. It's in there. Can't take it out. But um, essentially, Protestant Gran disowned me. Um, The prod Gran. The the proddy Gran disowned me. And... To the point where she didn't even... Proddy Grand. Proddy Grand. Disowned before I even left the womb. And then about two or three months later, they found out I was getting baptised. Things just went from bad to worse. Bad to worse. I know. It's still there. You can see it. It's hard (laughs) enough to burn. But um, my mum one day got a letter from her mother-in-law. Basically, she opened it. She was like, oh, this is probably her apologising and saying she wants to see her, her... our grandson. If I know prodies like I know prodies, <laughs> they don't apologise. <laughs> How much of this is going to stay in? <laughs> oh yeah, on anything. The Good Friday Agreement. I'm, I'm waiting for somewhere to cut. My <laughs> <laughs> mum gets a letter. It's a t- From what I understand, it was a tirade, but it essentially boiled down to, I'll never see my Fenian grandson again Ooh. ever <laughs> and this thing is obviously I they was were much cooler in the, the 20s right? oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> was there a kiss at the end yeah P.S. <laughs> but it was a kiss turn <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway uh, so yeah Fiendian grandson that was me marked for life as F.G. 
Um, told this story to Owen and some other friends well in Japan. The great thing about Japan is there's no concept of fiends in Japan, if you can believe it. What? So, what have you been playing recently? Well, have we all been playing recently? <laughs> Can we talk about Mitomo? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Mitomo launched today. Literally within what? hours of recording this podcast, and we've all been playing it. <laughs> we've all been scudding the life out of it. So, for those listening, you'll remember Mitomo coming out about a month or two ago. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening to this, as it goes up on it. So, Nintendo was still a company. Yeah. <laughs> they have since obviously filed for bankruptcy. Everyone <laughs> listening now. Hates me, Tom, <laughs> including both of you. Are they making making scathing tweets like "Remember me, Tomo"? Do you remember that ushered in the death of Nintendo? Yeah. See, now we're, we're probably we've probably got our PayPal's linked up to me, Tomo, and we're, <laughs> yeah. I'm paying for every variation of Adidas Sambas uh, that they've got. So, how's everyone finding me, Tomo? It's weirdly addictive, but you can tell it's kind of fleeting. It's, but I'm enjoying it's like it's, huge surge in popularity just because it's fun and stupid. I love the purity of it. Yeah. If I'm honest, I love how unironic it is. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is literally it's just stupid. Key. It asks you, you're one of the first questions is, what's your favourite bread? Yeah. I love, like, I love stuff like that. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's Ask FM without having to answer sh- a lot of stupid shit, shit. questions. <laughs> Nintendo provides the questions. Which, which are... Shit, but sweetly shit. Sweetly. Everything yeah, about yeah. it is very sweet. I think it's... Um, Plus it's daft and it lets you finally put your me in really like stupid photos. It lets you make your me say cunt. And to be honest, I've wanted to say that so many times while playing Mario Kart and I've never had the opportunity. <laughs> Why would you mind? You're the pro gamer. But that's the thing, it's it is... always in first you're place. You're man. <laughs> but thing is, as a pro gamer, I would... Violently shit on everyone else because I'm yeah. so f- so good. much more superior. To well, it's because you're jacked up on Dorito dust and loopy lannies and <laughs> sugar <laughs> rings. And when did you become a pro gamer? That's a good question. I think for me it would have been in the Nintendo 64 era. Uh, I went for the high score in Buck Bumble for the Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> Don't Can know you if you guys. Then, what is Buck Bumble? Have you never? So Buck Bumble I just like the name It is a Nintendo 64 game About an anthropomorphic bee With a gun Oh I think I've seen Pictures of that Is it it like purpley It has a It has a very Is he frowning He is He's got an attitude I'll tell you that much Is it miniguns Is there skyscrapers Tumbling behind him No Not quite Someone needs to do Mastermind And their topic Exclusively being Anthropomorphic 90s video game mascots with attitude. So and there'd be a wealth. <laughs> Buck Bumble separated from. himself from the competition by having a UK garage theme tune. Whoa! I recommend either looking up or editing into this podcast. That, um, that, uh, when was it? Like about 90s? It would have been late 90s, yeah. Oh, that's when Garage was king. It Buffalo was, it was is, yeah, it was like, it is heavy. Um, what kind of game was it? Was it a racing game? Also, Buck Bumble. Hey. Buck Bumble was you fly about and you shoot people oh, as yeah. a bee with that attitude. That sounds a bee, but like Superman. the progenitor. Superman. Have you ever played Superman sixty four? Yeah, Obviously, as a Superman fan. I am. What do you think of it, Lex Luthor? Uh, Solve my maze. <laughs> it's kind of amazing. As 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 like <clears throat> it gets used on like hundreds of like 
this game is the worst game of all time. <laughs> but see, when you play it, you're like, holy shit, this is unplayable. It is just I've never played it. Obviously, I know it from its reputation, but I've it's never played terrible. it. It's terrible. Our pal Kevin O'Hara used to have it, um, and we could never beat it. So he'd always want to go and... He'd always want to play that, get frustrated at it, then go on GoldenEye and play with just the golden guns, just so he would know <laughs> what it felt like to kill somebody with one shot. <laughs> <laughs> I had name problems though, because I was James, and James is a Tory name, so Ooh. got rid of that. <laughs> was called Jamie for a long time, and then was in a class with a girl called Jamie. Oh, well, we can't Because, that. yeah, well, because obviously I had a fragile masculinity, <laughs> I, I immediately insisted that everyone start calling me Jim. Right. So I've been Jim the Builder. <laughs> Jim the Window Washer. <laughs> Hi guys, I'm Jim. None of this Jamie shit. Call me Jim. You know, like the place where you get fucking ripped. <laughs> Call me Jim. But if you guys really want to go football, Mr. Jim will do just nicely. <laughs> I got called Purvis for a long time as well, but ditched that as well because Purvis is kind of vaguely... Pervy. Pervy. Well, the thing is, obviously, you can very easily turn it into like pervert. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Perf- that happened perf- a lot. Perfect. Despite having the most milk toast sexual proclivities, people used to call me perfect all the time. <laughs> I'm no guy Woodward, I can tell you that. Well, <laughs> just Jim's just saying. Don't speak of the dead now. <laughs> so you mentioned having quite uh, mild sexual mm-hmm. uh, perversions. How far would you push it? Say you you meet someone and they're like, I want to go quite far. I want to go off the deep end. Or does, what do you mean by off the deep end? <laughs> no, that's the thing. How far before you go, I'm, I'm out? Well, this is the thing, is because I'm such a weak-willed person, I think if anyone was to say to me, I want to do this, I would just say, <laughs> Yes! <laughs> okay, that's fine. Anything for a bone. Chew <laughs> <laughs> the pages of the Bible. It's not even about... <laughs> it's Conflection. Not, it's asking, not even about death. for a pagan there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if someone said to me... Oh, I'm Don't gonna, dock me up. Dock, dock with my dildo. I'd be like, <laughs> okay. well, it's, this is awkward, Pegging so I'm not going to say no. <laughs> it's more, it's less awkward to get pegged than to say it's someone. Don't, Don't peg. peg. <laughs> <laughs> no peg. I'm just a big boy, Clay, ready to get pegged. <laughs> so I think that's the, that's the problem, is anyone... So you've no limits. <laughs> no, I, mean, I have, by virtue of being a pathetic person, I have no limits. If she said, eat my poo? Eat my poo. Mm. I think I'd get away with not doing that. This is, this is the problem again, so as I was saying, if someone told me to do it, I think I would have to do it, because any time someone tells me to do something, I'll probably do it. But do you think anyone would actually be as bold as to say... Probably constantly. I feel not. like if someone said, "Do you feel like?" I feel like I could deflect that. If someone said to me, "You're eating this shit," I think I'm such a weak-willed, subservient person. I would probably just say, "Okay." I'm so glad you never joined the army. Jim. <laughs> Big shout out for. Remind me that I forgot to introduce David Lynch. Who's still in the machine? Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Hi, yeah. David. Hello. Hi, David. How's it going? Seventy-five percent nightmare. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Do you want to ask David anything while? Um. While you have the opportunity. David, what is your favorite dark chocolate 
meant-based egg? That's a very good question. So, David, how are you enjoying Mitomo? I assume you've installed it already. There's a lot wrong with it, but that oh, part right. is... Always oh, happy to hear. Yeah, that makes, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks, David. That's, uh, that's much appreciated. You're welcome. So, video game controversy. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. It's time. Okay. Video game news. Um... <laughs> video game news. Video game controversy. So video game controversy this week is that uh, the guy who created Marvel Madness, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. he went to see Batman v Superman mm -hmm. and he said uh -oh. that he thought it was a bit, it was too long, filed, it was a bit too long and he, he, wasn't, he wasn't really fond of it. He, like, he liked some of the ideas but he didn't think they worked. You know, okay. So he went on this thing about... Marble Madness. The guy's lost his marbles. I'm telling you right now. Well, here's the thing. Suffering from Marble Madness. For a lot of people, they thought, right, okay, that's, that's fair enough. But Zack Snyder found, Zack Snyder found out about it. Big Marble Madness fan. Zack Snyder. And yeah, Zack yeah. Snyder got in touch with him. And it was a public thing, like the dot at on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And he said... Points to make. He's, it's the guy's name is Mark... Marble. <laughs> Marble Mark. Uh, it's Mark Kearney, the guy who's now the PlayStation. Is that true? Yeah, Marvel Madness man. Oh, but I uh, we this is this is how. It's like we resisted this madness actually. Yeah, this is how people found. So I just want to say, right up till now, I thought this was a fictitious scenario. <laughs> no, like never. <laughs> not in the machine. Not in the machine. So. Mark, he was just putting his own yeah. thing out there. Like, he wasn't having a go. I mean, he's a smart guy. He created the PlayStation Four, one of the most unreliable pieces of shit <laughs> on the video game market. Hey, he's the guy who secured the uh, opportunity to donate to a Kickstarter for Shenmue Three. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's you know, show the guy, show the guy some credit. My God. So, uh, but Zack Snyder found out about it. And, uh, Do you he, think Zack Snyder would ever collaborate with Mark Kearney to create Shenmue 3, the, the movie? Well, not now, not because Shenmue Zack, 3D. Zack Snyder said, Sorry, mate, in the next film, I'll put in more fucking marbles. <laughs> and I was just like, really like, whoa, oh, like, surely. That's a, low, that's a low blow, going straight for the marble. But Mark's, Mark's, you know, he's a nice... Oh, he's a lovely guy. Nice enough guy, so he was just like, he replied, like, good, and a smiley <laughs> face, like, looking forward to it, Zach. If you need any help with the marbles. So he offered, you know, like, I can help you out with the marbles in future. And Zack Snyder just went, fuck off. Ooh. So very, that's a classic Snyder response. Yeah, though. and then he tweeted them all the pictures of forklifts and every single Zack Snyder film. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's this week's video game controversy. What do you think of that? Finley? So what? reactions, yeah. reactions. Um, they're they're as bad as each other. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to talk about the booing children? Yeah, for those who don't I'll tell, know. I'll tell the story. Um, it, it reflects badly on me <laughs> <laughs> as a person, but we, 
So, we'd been two years ago now, um, me and a group of my friends, including uh, Mecha Games, uh, uh, went to the Eurogamer Expo, uh, also known as fucking Hell on Earth <laughs> 2014. Um, it sounds whack, my boys. It, was, it sounds whack. So it's one of those things where it's you're having fun, but you're having fun because you're with your people pals. with your, you're, you're with your pals. We could have just went a weekend to North Berwick, <laughs> jumped in the pool, <laughs> and had just as much fun as we did at your game. Played a game of sketch. One basically what happened was we went to a place in the middle of fucking nowhere called the Loden Bar. Well, that's the thing about London. It's very difficult. The thing is, they say. This place is in London. You're like, oh, well, we're in London, mm-hmm. and then an hour and a half later, you, you're still travelling to the place. Aye, you're still aye, in aye, London. Aye. Went to this place called the Loden Bar, which was was quite nice. It was quite fun. Had a disgusting chocobo shot, so fried chicken, and I'm going off topic quite. Hard. <laughs> <laughs> fried yeah. chicken. And, I don't know. Had, but basically, fried chicken people were drink. people were drinking shots with fried chicken, and was it? F- it oh. led to big hangovers. Holy shit! Hold on, wait, fried chicken. But what was what fried chicken? What was in it? It was like, alcohol uh, stewed with fried ch- chicken. Holy shit! It tasted like complete trash. It <laughs> sounds like it was terrible. But we, anyway, we had a we had a fairly good night, and um, everyone had been drinking. So next morning, I woke up had a really bad headache and couldn't get back. Basically, it was one of those situations where you wake up with a headache at five or six o'clock in the morning, and you're like, I can't you know, make myself can't make myself go back to sleep. Uh, everyone else was sleeping, um, so I just so I decided best thing for a headache is to go to a conference hall with lots of video games and bad smells and people shouting over microphones. Now here, now sort of went to the Nintendo booth, um, played some Super Smash Brothers, and the idea was you play a Super Smash Brothers free for all for two minutes. If you're the last one standing by sheer roll of the dice, <laughs> you get entered into a, a eight person tournament. On a big stage, so that happened to me. <laughs> that was inflicted upon me. I won the, the free throw. Rough as guts. Entered the tournament. Rough well, as that's guts. the quite hungover. That's the perils of being a pro game. That's the perils of being a pro game. Right? You win some, you lose some. No, um, you, you, you win. win them all. <laughs> you, win, you win them all, and just sometimes you've got to say, "Ladies, but, I'm busy gaming." So what happened was, so I was the only pro gamer in the, in the tournament. Everyone else. Just shit, people there just to have fun. People there are having room meat. Just people who cunts. think Super Smash Bros is a thing you enjoy, and it's not a thing you compete it's in. It's not a sport. And so, made my way through this tournament and got to the finals, and it was me versus a girl who was about 14, 15 years old. Mm-hmm. She was, she was only there to have fun. God bless her. God bless her. God bless her. Can you imagine that? I broke her fucking What ended up happening was... <laughs> Snapped every thumb. Within the first minute of our match, I'd killed her twice. And I was... I, there was a it's lot like on a Nolan film. There was a lot on... The Demon Jim come out. Demon Jim. I was, I was Bane from your favourite film, Dark Knight Rises, and she was Batman. And I... Took her over my knee. Oh god, this is terrible. <laughs> yeah, baby. Broke her back, but <laughs> that's better. Broke her back. That's better. <laughs> and I dropped her broken body in front into of her the parents. crowd. Our dad had a wee name on it. I was winning two and Threw her limbs to the crowd. With a minute to go, did a wee did a wee taunt on my character and got him to go. Hey, Billy, big boys. Come on. 
and immediately everyone watching turned on me. <laughs> and this is the thing. The thing that's funny oh, is the thing yes. that's funny is the the um because. Because of the aforementioned hangovers, everyone else was in bed, so it was me on my own getting booed. And what I chose to do is for the first couple of days where I chose, I elected not to tell everyone else about the boon. I just thought, oh, I wanted a smash burger thing while you guys were all sleeping. And, um, and there was a sea of smiles. And was, everyone was so happy for it. But everyone was booing me. And then the guys, so they had the guys doing the commentary. And I think the guys doing the commentary were not happy with it as well. So there was a lot of. But if, if they put taunts in the game. Yeah. It should. It's well. This is the thing. It's for when it comes to pro gaming. You know, ah, so uh, you got booed so by, so by, by, by a I, sea, a sea of angry, so casual I intimidated, I intimidated a child, <laughs> and was rightfully reprimanded for it. But I would still won the match. So therefore, was uh, the organizers of the tournament were legally obligated to give me a Nintendo 3DS. <laughs> so you won it. I won it. Yeah. You know what you should have done? Just snapped it out of your knee. Well, the thing is, it was an empty cardboard <laughs> box they gave me. And, Snapped uh, it on your knee. They told me to provide a PO box address from the 3DS. So it was all a farce. It was all a, f- a farce. Really, yeah. And how come, as a pro game in Japan, you didn't win Jack from any of the That's true. UFO yeah, was catchers? the only person who didn't win anything from the The only... Could you say again? You were the... <laughs> only person who didn't win anything from an arcade machine. The only one. Oh, Jesus. That's, uh, that speaks volumes. Someone won a big box of chocolate pies. What kind of flavour, what flavours of crisps did you have when you were over there? A big regret. I had a lot of seaweed crisps. A, lo- Ooh, a big regret for me was not buying the KFC crisps. Oh, shit. Yeah, the Colonel's face <laughs> on this bag of crisps. And I took a photo of them, but I didn't buy them. Mm. And I should have. You should have bought them. Just put them in, put them on the shelf. I didn't even, this is the thing is, you shouldn't have told me about this, because now I feel regret for not even knowing that they exist. I know, and I love KFC a lot, and now knowing that they exist, I love KFC them. is good, man. It's great, I go a lot, KFC. I've got one of the club cards now. First time I, the first KFC in Ireland, I went there. <laughs> I, I, I remember, I remember when Guys, the first... Guys, we're getting the train! <laughs> I remember, I remember when the first KFC opened in Ireland, and it was kind of exciting. I. And I went there. Was it like when the first McDonald's opened in Soviet Russia and they, there was riots and stuff? <laughs> and then Wham opened there. <laughs> well, <laughs> not quite, but I went up and I said, well, I'll have the two pieces of chicken and two. chips, whatever it was called. We've no chicken. <laughs> no, but we do, we have chips. Do you chips still want to beans? say? I don't, no, I don't want just... I can, As the C stands for chips, not chicken. It's like, I, I could get chips out of Harry Ramson's. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the, the first KFC adventure. No chicken. We're out of chicken. Everybody got too excited. Everyone, you'll <laughs> never get it. in the street with just two buckets. You'll like, fucking ah. never guess what everyone's after ordering. <laughs> everyone's ordered the chicken. Everybody's so. the chicken. We, we, we underestimated the lust for chicken. <laughs> what else have you had? Uh, Beans, coleslaw, wipes. <laughs> We've just got wipes. <laughs> wipes for dessert. Chicken. So, David. The Wookies. Do you mind if we do the do the Twitter questions now, Dave? I don't Twitter enough, probably. Okay, cool. The Wookies. 
Texas Tom Alden asks, with the centennial of the Easter rising upon us, do you still advocate a colony drop on Belfast? Well, One. Tom, I've got a lot of time for you, buddy. And the answer is absolutely yes. Thanks, Tom, <laughs> for your question. I agree, because the only time I've been in Belfast, they shut down the city centre because they were having a fight about a flag. Fuck flags. Ban them all. It's like just taking all the toys away from the kids who are fine over. Like, look, well then, fine. fine. No fish price flags. car for anybody. New national identity via flags. Get them fucked. It's a bad flag. And they were fighting over it. They were fighting over a bad flag. Wasn't even a good flag. You know what, if it had been a nice, if it had been a nice flag and they were... How would you improve the British flag? Uh, take, well, take the fucking blue over. Over. <laughs> I'll be honest that's what I was about to say we had a chance make it just a panel <laughs> we had a chance we had a chance to improve it two years ago Hoisin Crispy Owl asks biggest buyer's remorse you have had games or otherwise now Finney I know you, you live in a lot. constant state of buyer's remorse <laughs> I do live in a constant state of buyer's remorse Um I don't know. Oh, buyer's remorse. Uh, I think but most recent Nintendo games, uh, as much as I love Nintendo, there's been a lot of bad Nintendo games. Um, so I would say uh, most video games. <laughs> At the Toilet Duck asks, after a drunken night out, which video game character would you least want to wake up next to? Awesome Possum. <laughs> because Willy of Yoshi because of the friction bumps imagine on having exactly. to fluff <laughs> but imagine having to clean them up like getting the getting the grotto nah you just fire them in the washing machine <laughs> have a cup of tea watch them drink uh, mine would be awesome possum because you'd wake up and you'd be like save the environment um, did you, you put know. that condom in the black bin or the green you can't bin? just flush a condom <laughs> And he's right. You're not supposed to. I know. You can put it on your heat, but you can't flush it. What a world. <laughs> what a world we live in. Lee Moria asks, please provide in great detail your opinions on the 2016 EU referendum. That's heavy. That is heavy. Um, I think I'm going to have to consult Wario for this. Oh. And as far as I know just let me I'm just ch- Wario's a libertarian <laughs> I'm just so. cha- I'm just channeling Wario here Wario Wario says get out <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get a contact from Nintendo saying uh, <laughs> Wario does not <laughs> all our opinions are available like Waluigi says keep in <laughs> Why is, why That's we, a weird dichotomy. Why is Waluigi pro-EU, Wario is anti-EU? You'd have to ask them. The B&B movie asks, if you were on cinematic classic Hackers, what would your hacking name be? Do you know, despite holding a degree in computer science, I've never seen the film Hackers. Oh. Can you guys explain to oh, me you gotta see what Hackers. Hackers is about? I don't even... It must have dated the day it came out. The day that film came out, you, the people, people of, must have went and seen that and been like, this film is dated I think as I've fuck. seen uh, Swordfish is the one with Halle Berry. Yeah. That's, I've seen that. That's not Hackers. No. Hackers is... Hackers is I've uh, seen War Games as well. 
I've seen two films about computers. That are, that here, I'm, <laughs> I'm holding back, but here it is. Just Just go on, no, hackers. Come on. I've got I've got a thing to say about hackers. Go on. People take the piss out of hackers. People talk about hackers being a bad movie and all the rest who? of it. They who? fucking who? do. Can be? They fucking be? do. And here's the thing that really fucking annoys me about people complaining about hackers. They always pull out the same shit and they say, that's not how hacking works in real life. Now look. <laughs> Can if, you imagine a real life hacking? <laughs> like, that's one thing. First of all, if it was realistic hacking, they don't you wouldn't, have, jockeys you wouldn't have a fucking film. But what really annoys me is if the film Hackers was mildly realistic hacking all the way up to near the end mm-hmm. and then near the end they do daft hacking. No, the opening sequence is nonsense hacking. And that to me says they're establishing the rules of hacking in that film's universe mm-hmm. right from the start. Right from the start it goes... This is what hacking's like in the film Hackers. And the film's universe. Now, if you want to get up and walk out <laughs> like 10 seconds in because you're like, that's not real hacking. Well, then fuck, fuck it, off. fine. But it's like, obviously in Hackers, it's just like magic computer <gasps> stuff. You can do this. Aye, aye. So, like, the start of Hackers, they're hacking into the television station to put on whatever they want on TV. So you purely batmanforever.mp4 exactly. <laughs> drag and drop exactly but that means that when it gets to the end when they're like they're hacking the the lights uh, the traffic lights you can't go ah oh, uh, here bollocks that's <laughs> it's really shit it's like <laughs> fuck the hacking's not realistic get fucked it's it's, Hackers is secretly a superhero film it's great it's amazing and the soundtrack or soundtrack. worse than Batman vs Superman or Batman v Superman, sorry. Oh, it's a bajillion times better. It's colourful, it's got scenes where you're flying through cyberspace, but it's mighty cyberspace, so you know it's... The baddie like... has a skateboard? Yeah. <laughs> when I never saw a Doomsday with a skateboard, then Batman v exactly. Superman. They play Wipeout. They play Wipeout. The PlayStation game. Yeah. Yep. Not the BBC game nope. show. <laughs> no. But, and uh, the soundtrack is like... Oh, the, so good. The, the best... The best of 90s dance and trance, but unironically incredible. Yeah, like it's, good tunes. Yeah, just actual, like, all the ones all you remember stuff. enjoying. Yeah, it's just, it's just I so good. really want to watch Hackers now. But <laughs> <Sorry>. I'm <laughs> going to bring it back on topic. What would your hacker name be? Uh, Motorola Razor. Motorola Razor. Okay. Uh, Whirlpool Avenger. Whirlpool Avenger. Like the washing machine. Like the washing machine. But it's got an axe to grind. <laughs> <laughs> Don't cross me. <laughs> it's got traffic lights to hack. I think I would be smarter child in or in honor of the AOL chatbot. Nice, nice. And to go with your superiority complex through being oh a programmer. <laughs> the B and B movie asks, "What celebrity <laughs> could you definitely beat up if a situation escalated?" I was thinking about this question and the first thing that popped to my mind was the children from the Spiderwick Chronicles. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's Freddie Whitmore. I just wail on his white ass. (laughs) Maybe Jack Whitehall. 
because he doesn't seem strong and also I think I could muster up yeah. enough, yeah, enough. Very the, hit, like, the hate fists you'd get yeah, the hate yeah, fists yeah, 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 you know yeah. the ones where your fingers fuse together <laughs> <laughs> just, just like and you just wait stones <laughs> <laughs> who's the biggest proddy celeb <laughs> <laughs> The queen. Let's hug queen. Let's hug queen. Let's hug queen. The queen is the biggest prodigy. King prod. So you think if it was you, well, the thing is, the queen's the queen's old, isn't she? Are you actually asking? I'm gonna have to hack into the database to find that out. But just just going for the pictures. I think we could. I think we easily could battle the queen. Beach episode asks, favorite WarioWare mini game. Now that I don't have a girlfriend, I can say that the WarioWare sniffing girl was quite cute and not worry about any repercussions. <laughs> <laughs> I like the one where you put the a like sudden bang on the door. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. That's why. It, that's why it finished me because she found out about me and the WarioWare sniffy girl. You'd wait to get to the mini game and just for like five seconds and just fucking turn. Why is that lipstick all over this game, <laughs> Why is Jim wearing lipstick? <laughs> Uh, I like the one where you've got to. I think there's one where you've got to pluck a nose here. Yeah. I like that one. I like the one as well where you have to make Wario jump over the the hot dog. I like that one. That's good. I like the Ashley one just because that tune is so good. <laughs> Mona Pizza. One for Jim here. Oh. Nickerton asks, "How does it feel to gamble your life on pro gaming and peaking in your early twenties?" Well. I'll tell you something, I won that Smash Bros tournament at 25, so that's not early 20s, that's mid-20s. And that 3DS paid the electricity for two and a half weeks, so... Easy! Easy! No problem. So Nickerton... Nickerton doesn't know what he's talking about. At Colburn asks, if you could pick any game to magically grow a bustling competitive scene, what would it be? Uh, Micro Machines V3. Micro Machines V3, yeah, that would be nice. I'll go with... Is that the one where you're on a drag race or you're on a toilet pan? Mega Man 2 Soccer. No, I think the toilet was in Turbo Tournament. It was. Is that your (laughs) favourite video game toilet? What is your favourite video game toilet? Maybe Silent Hill 2. The toilet in that. I'm going to go with... I think it was Banjo-Kazooie or the sequel where you could get turned into a toilet. That was quite. That was quite relatable for me as a human toilet. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Jim, yeah, you mentioned relating to a uh, human toilet. Do you want to tell us about? Do you want to tell us about that a bit? It's not. <laughs> Why are you holding? You're holding the mug. I think you're trying to. The mug. Tell me about this mug. Jim, what's going on? So the mug that. You were holding and now Finley's holding is for a television program called The TV That Made Me. Um, Never heard of it. uh, Yeah, it's a BBC daytime television program produced in Glasgow by a team of creatively bankrupt (laughs) 
idiots. Morally reprehensible. Morally reprehensible. People with uh, absolutely no scruples whatsoever. Kevin, okay, I'm on the um, BBC gravy train now. So aye. <laughs> it's only two. We haven't even mentioned only TV's mecha games. Guys, what you kind of see is that Owen's got hundreds of disclaimers in his back pocket <laughs> that we have to sign. <laughs> So it's a for TV, but we don't need to spend much time describing it because it's a TV program no one has heard of. Um, my girlfriend at the time was working on, uh, and then she met the man of our dreams who was a somewhat overweight English guy in Ooh. his late 30s who voted no in the referendum. Oh! Uh, big Man City fan, if that makes any difference. Uh, Jesus. And this is the most it was it's a love it's a match made in heaven um, it's like Nick Hornby wrote it oh. hi guys uh, that's what is he hi here guys. just uh, just talking to Jim's current girlfriend by <laughs> 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 um yeah, so this mug, uh, it's, I believe it's the mug they have in the program. I've never paid that much attention. Uh, because it sounds boring. It was terrible. Uh, but the, the mug is, I guess, uh, a keepsake of that. But own... So what you're saying is, I'm piecing this together. That we should smash the mug. At the time that you got this mug, you were in a relationship with uh, a girl who met uh, another fellow at the workplace yes. that this mug is from. You've condensed it eloquently because I was going on a big tangent there. <laughs> uh, so you've still got the mug, I, which every time you look of, at reminds you of the of, bitter... Out of decency, I've not burned all our stuff. So Let's smash the mug. Let's smash that mug. But we're though. Let's step out into the machine's balcony. I don't want to hurt you guys while I smash it, so what do you think is the safest way to do this? Whatever feels... <laughs> whatever feels right. We can't tell you how to do this. Aye, so, Jim, just before it happens. Yep. We're live, we're in the field. Does this think this is the right thing to do? Absolutely. To record myself smashing a mug? Yep. Freeing yourself? Absolutely. Right, okay. Well, Exercising a demon. Well, consider it symbolic, even if it maybe isn't. Ah, uh, you'll have to deliver some kind of... Give, give me a line, give me a line, I'll say it. Ah, no, ah, this has wait, to be you. Ah, this is your guy. This, this is has yours. to be you. How did we end up like this? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're going to say? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to smash it. I'm just going to smash it. Okay. Nice. Instant siren. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one of those days! <laughs> that mug put up a fight. Oh my god, that mug put up a fight. He was flailing, he was... It didn't want to go. He was yawning, and he was jones, and he was... He was giving it all of that. Well, he just made his choice. He was smack-talking, but smash that fucker in a kindling. Goodbyes and closing thoughts. Just be good, be nice, be safe. Hard work never killed anyone.
Why you take the chance? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>